You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. powerful noble vying to succeed the timeless king as the true ruler of Dunya. Each noble in the game is unique. Players command their workers, execute stratagems, and expand the province in their domain in real time to gain resources and move up the four victory tracks, power, prestige, popularity, and legendary achievement. Use your time wisely, as the player who has shown themselves the most fit to rule during the final council will be declared the new timeless ruler. Pendulum is a turnless, real-time strategy game for 1-5 to five players. Players must use actual time as a resource in managing their strategy to best their opponents, using time on different action types and balancing it with time spent planning and analyzing. Faster isn't always better. The winner will be the player who manages and invests their time most effectively, not the player who acts the quickest. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum. This is Justin. And Mindy. And today we are bringing you a review on Pendulum. The latest from Stonemeyer Games. This is designed by Travis Jones, art by Robert Lesk. MSRP is $60, plays one to five players, ages 12 up, and game length on the box is about 60 to 90 minutes. Yeah, let's talk about this one. This is actually a weird game because it came out and it's a no turn, real time, slightly chaotic strategy game. Yes. Like most Stonemaier games, it does have the Automa one-player version of it. You can also put the Automa in a two- or three- or four-player game if you want to as an AI player. And while it is real-time, and they have sand timers to denote some restrictions on your actions, you can also play it quote-unquote untimed as well. So there's a lot of variance in how you can approach this game. Let's talk about our first impressions on this one. What do you think? Box is really pretty. Boards are really pretty, too. All the color. It's a not a bright color or anything like that it's more muted overall rule book a little big freaked me out a little bit but i'm not one to be in-depth games so kind of a lot going on there most of my first impressions were done in the unboxing which we have on youtube but my first impression of it much like you mindy the art is invigorating intriguing like the game kind of draws you into this fantasy world that's all centered around time and order because essentially the timeless king is now dead who brought the world to order so now there's this vibe for power and kind of a chaos power vacuum struggle which is cool the player boards themselves while thin and not cardboard it's more card stock they have a nice rough finish to them so pieces don't slide all over them. It's almost like a light sandpaper grit. The same thing with the rule books. Again, I've always been a fan of rule books that are the size of the box. They're not slightly smaller than the box, so they don't get beat up or damaged or, for the most part, act as sealers to make sure components don't fly around on them either. And then the automobile rules are separate. There's a one-pager rules reference, and the main rule book is 24 pages, but it has a lot of illustrations, but also has that nice heavy linen finish too. It looks thicker than it really is, but it's a big hefty rule book. Yeah, but there's a lot in there too. Yeah. And that, that's a little frightening. And if you're somebody who's not great at reading like me, <laughs> this is why I have you to read me the rules. Fair. And then the cards are what you would expect from Stonemaier games or American size or mini size. 
and sure. a little bit of texture on them, a little bit of heft to them. They're going to wear and tear really good. The cube components and the plastic clear pieces are fine. The one component my first impression of that I was not 100% on was the sand timers themselves. Yeah. Because while they are decent sand timers, they actually look they like... They are. They aren't the... The cheapy... The cheapy ones that you can find for your kid's toothbrushing. They got this little, like, diamond base on them ends, and I would have probably would have preferred a wider, more stable base for them. It, especially if you're flipping them fastly, you know, right. you want to make sure they stand upright. I mean, for the most part, they work. We've had a couple times flipping them that, you know, getting the sand to move. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think I, it's a timer. Thing. It's a net. It, it, yeah, unfortunately, I think that falls under it's a sand timer. Yes. And yeah. they sometimes do that. Yeah, they do. So let's talk about what this game does well. What are the good aspects that you enjoyed about it? It definitely is a little bit of a strategy and figuring that out. I like the part of playing without the actual timers where it's more of a here's what you're turning when you're turning it and not actually like every 45 seconds you're turning a timer and you're relying on that and paying attention to it. So I kind of like that part better than the actual like real time part of it. I like placing my workers and trying to figure that out. I'm not very good at it, but I like placing them and getting items and paying for items. and <laughs> Putting a worker down, getting yeah. a thing, mm -hmm. picking up a worker, doing it again. I think the one thing they do really well, and it's annoying because you, when you're playing, you, you hate it, but it's the workers and then the grande workers that they have where you have to, you can only use certain workers with certain things. I think it does really good on making sure that you are trying to be fast, but also accurate with your regular workers because you can't put them down where another worker is. Yeah, and that, that kind of comes into that strategy. And a few of the Stonemeyer games, like Viticulture, has the grande worker concept in it as well, which it's a really neat idea. Normally, most worker placement games are one worker, one space, that's all they get to do. Right. And nobody else, you know, Can I claim it. that space with my worker, you don't get that space. Right. And the grande workers, our way around that but then you only get one to start with right and you gotta so, get more yeah and then you know it's a choice if you upgrade them to a, a second ground day worker so like it's interesting because that is yet another aspect of strategy to the game there's five different characters vying for power and they each have a basic and advanced side I like how this game scales to player comfort level. I like the fact that we can do an untimed game with basic characters for people who aren't really excited about the real time or really deep into super strategy games. You know, you can tone it back. But then likewise, if I bring this to a group that is into those like, types of games, I can then like, okay, we're going to use the advanced sides. We're going to play timed all four rounds of the game. And you can even play untimed some rounds and some rounds timed. So you can even, within a game, adjust that a little. And honestly, like, the time part wasn't nearly as bad when we played. Now, granted, we only played with two people, so I don't know what four and five people would look like. Well, it would be more chaos, but there are times when we were, you know, waiting for a timer to be able to flip so that we could do something. So that was not necessarily a bad thing because it gave us a few seconds to figure out what we're doing. Right, and that's the other thing, and there's a designer note in the manual talking about that, is this is not your standard real-time chaos game like Fuse or Escape 
or anything else where it's just like chaos for 10 minutes. It's like a controlled chaos. And the real time thing is there's just no turn order and you can only do certain things while these timers are in their certain positions. The timers in the row, you can move the worker to do the action and claim the action of that row, but you can only place or take away workers from rows that don't have timers. So, and like you said, there's a 45 second one, there's a two minute one and a three minute one. The 45 second black section, we were almost, best. we're constantly f like moving things around and playing in that area. The green section is two minutes, a little bit more time, and right. we're kind of working it a little bit. Yeah. And then the purple section is like, it only flip every three minutes if you want it to. But that's the section that is tied to when the round ends yeah. and the council phase starts. And the council phase is that cool little vie for power, untimed kind of moves through yeah. se sections, claim some things, get some rewards, reset them for the next round, and then go for it again. So it does a lot of neat things in the box. Another thing I do enjoy about Pendulum is that with a one player or two player, or even in the event of like three, four, five player, I feel like everything is still relatively balanced to itself. The gameplay is not going to dramatically change based on your player count. Likewise, your time is not going to change based on your player count. Right. Like that's consistent. That is pretty consistent. And I've seen many, many games that are 30 minutes per player playing. If you're playing a five, six, seven player game, it's a long game then. Right. Exactly. It does that well. What are the opportunities? I'm not a big strategy person, so that's, you know, these type of games are hard for me, which I know everybody gives me a hard time for that I do really well in them, but... It's not that you're bad at strategy games, it's not your cup of tea. No. Is really what it turns out to be. And I think my opportunity on this one is, this is not an easy game to demo or teach. I can definitely see that. It took us a while to figure out what we were doing to start mm -hmm. with. And you can't just go in and do basic rules and let's play around. You can kind of do that without the time section, mm -hmm. but it's still not the same until you actually understand it and doing it. Right. It's a bit heavy on the rules download to begin with. We've played a few games. We understand it now, and I don't feel like it's a super complex game. No. The strategy is complex, but the game itself mechanically isn't that complex, but teaching it can be. Right. And it's more of you can't just dive into the game, show what a round looks like right away. You kind of have to go through, okay, this is what we're trying to do. This is what you're going to be able to do. And here's the rewards and benefits and payments. And now we'll walk through it as an untimed round. Yeah, definitely if you're demoing or like you're trying to quickly bring something out to play, this is not going to be one of them if nobody knows how to play. Not the first time. Yeah, kind of like the same thing that we have with, you know, Seven Wonders. The first time we tried to play it was weird mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and trying to learn that but when now that people know it's easier just to pull out and start playing and i think pendulum falls into that very similar category yeah. once everybody knows how to play it is going to be a game that you could throw down play you know 60 to 90 minutes i wouldn't say super quick but you know on the quicker side of strategy games if you're clocking under two hours on a strategy game you're doing pretty good in my mind I would have also liked to see a little more variance in the stratagem cards between the characters. Now, their advanced sides are pretty diverse, but the basic sides, yeah. everyone has the same three, and then one card is kind of tied to what they do. The cards, and then at the bottom, your options mm -hmm. for those certain items you're picking, they're all the same for your regular characters, your base characters. Mm -hmm. Granted, yes, on the other side, your advanced ones are different, right. which could definitely change things up, but as your starting character, 
character. I would have liked to have seen a little bit of variance in that, but I get why they did what they did too. They're basic, so everybody's relatively doing the same thing if you're on the basic side. The advanced side is where you actually get variance in it, but I think it needed a little bit more because there is a little bit of variance in that fourth stratagem card and the victory tracks for each character and their starting resources. So maybe those bottom production lines... A little, little a little flavor on them. Yeah. And that's that would be like that little edge that I would right. like to see. So overall, who would you recommend this for? I would definitely recommend this for people who like strategy and want a real-time kind of game that mm -hmm. they can use, kind of like that craziness of a game. Definitely for people who are, you know, teenager or older. I think you could probably do with a young teenager or a little bit before that, but you have to play without the time. You just kind of, with a timeless one, and just go through the turn markers, basically. But I think your, yeah, your teenagers are older and anybody who's a strategy player would be the better people to play with. I would recommend this game for the competitive strategy player who's looking for something unique or different. A lot of the like 4X strategy games are different flavors of the same 4X. While I'm not saying this is a 4X game, I'm saying if you like deep strategy games, this will be something that could be added to your collection that is different and unique that you're not really going to have something quite like it. How do you take a worker placement game and dial it up to a different twist? Pendle. Right. That's how you do it. Yeah. I think also for people who like strategy, but I know some strategy have like that randomness to it where it's luck. You can almost kind of watch this and kind of not necessarily luck, but your strategy and your actual play of it is, mm. you know, more dice roll, no, nothing like that. Like this is your physical figuring out everything right your luck is more based on where you've placed your workers whether or not you can take a space before someone else does is pretty much the quote-unquote luck and then there's some variance on the conquest cards and goal and, and rewards and, and achievements but everything that is randomized is global randomized so everyone's playing with the same pieces it's just who's doing it more efficiently or effectively in that capacity i would not recommend this for people who don't like strategy games <laughs> it's it's straight up if you don't like the stress of real time yeah. games if you have analysis paralysis in games do not play pendulum yeah you will lose because you will be analyzing what you what, what your moves are and then someone will flip a timer on you oh, yeah. and your entire plan just shifts Oh yeah, there was one point where the purple one got flipped. I don't know when it got flipped. And I'm like, um, okay. Right. <laughs> and then we're almost done with this round. So, <laughs> you know. So if those things aren't something that calls to you, definitely think before you do this. I do know that Tabletopia is going to have a version of Pendulum on it. I don't know yet if it's DLC where you have to pay for it or as long as you're a premium member of Tabletopia, you'll have access to it. But there will be a digital version of this where you get the chance to check it out for a lot less than $60. So I would recommend doing something of like that or watching videos yeah. and making that informed decision before you just blindly pick this one up. Yeah, if you can test it somewhere or mm -hmm. yeah, definitely watching videos or something. MSRP again is $60. Is this a $60 game to you? I think for what you get and for what it is, yeah, I think it could be. For me personally, no, but that's me personally. But I think for the value of the game and what you get in it and the amount of play you can get for it, I think $60 is pretty well done. And for the amount of stuff you get in it and the insert and everything fits in there, mm -hmm. I think it's done really well for that price. 
I agree. I think $60 is probably the right price for this game. And it's mainly the quality of components and the amount of components. Like we're talking three sand timers, which aren't junky sand timers. We're talking about a linen finish cards. We're talking nice textured player boards. I've played $60 games that feel cheap. This, and this does this not, not feel no. like a cheap game. And that's where the value comes in. Yeah. And even, I mean, even the board, it's two-sided. And you mm -hmm. know, sometimes that's not the greatest, but even both sides looks great. Mm -hmm. They go together really well. So I think even on that point, I think it is really worth the amount of money you're spending for it. Right. To your point, you don't think that's worth $60 to you because it's not your type, My of, type game. of game. Yeah. So if you are a strategy game player, $60 is probably right in the right ballpark right. for you. I think it's priced well. And there are ways, yeah. if you find it on sale, if you get it for, I would say, under 50 I think you're getting a bargain. Oh, yeah. If you're paying a full price 60 you're still doing fine. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts? I probably would play again, even though I don't typically like strategy. <laughs> I would prefer to play without the actual timers. I prefer to do the stages. Okay. But I would also would like to try it with more players, too. I think Pendulum is a unique niche game that if you if it calls out to you and you think it might sound interesting, definitely check it out. If any of the aspects of real-time, timer, strategy, worker placement, if any of those combinations are like, I don't know about that, watch some videos, you know, maybe take a demo. If, if you have a friend in your local game group who has Pendulum, have them show it to you before you purchase it yourself. I would just advise caution. If it sounds great, then go for it. If anything doesn't sound amazing, do a little bit more digging. But that's our review of Pendulum by Stone Meyer. Thank you for listening. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Tabletop Arcanum. We also are streaming on Twitch and also on YouTube. We do have an unboxing of Pendulum on YouTube already, so you can actually see the components that we were talking about and kind of see what's going on and my initial thoughts with it. And if you want live updates, make sure to have Ricky edit them in after the fact. This has been Justin. And Mindy. Happy gaming. You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, hosted by Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, and featuring the original music by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. As always, thanks for listening.